the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who gives us His grace, so that we might give it to others. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, October 2006, it was not a good summer for the Irish. They in, experienced a tragedy within their community as a gunman came into an Amish schoolhouse with a, a gun and uh, told little girls in the schoolhouse to kneel down on the floor where he then began to shoot. He hit ten. And after that, feeling perhaps guilt or remorse, he turned the gun on himself and became the sixth fatal victim of his shooting spree. You can imagine how difficult that was for that tight-knit community, that community of people that for religious reasons decided that they were going to live without the things that distract us from one another, without TV, without iPhones, without um, all of that stuff that, that would help one another out with the chores, that would help one of each other out in uh, raising barns and building homes. A community that's probably tighter than uh, most churches in America, a community that's definitely tighter than most neighborhoods. And all of a sudden, ten of its children are shot, and five of those children are dead. And it was a difficult time. And it was especially difficult for the Amish who knew what their response to this had to be because of their faith. They knew that their response because of their faith, because of the stuff that we just read out of Matthew, they knew that their response had to be one of forgiveness. No matter how difficult that would be. A response that would somehow shine light into the darkness of this tragedy. And so the people in the community contemplated how they might show their forgiveness. And they decided that the way that they would show it, very publicly, would be to attend the funeral of the man who had shot all of those students. And so on the day of his funeral, the Amish in their very characteristic black buggies and plain dress went into town to attend the funeral of the man that had killed their neighbor, the man who had killed their cousin, the man who had killed their daughter, the man who had killed their sister. 
It got national media attention, of course. There was a book written. There was even a movie made out of it. This demonstration of what grace meant. This demonstration of forgiveness in the most odd, counterintuitive circumstances. It showed how difficult forgiveness can be. And that's kind of what Jesus is getting at here in Matthew 5. He's showing us how difficult forgiveness can be. The man slaps you on your face. You want to hit him back. But he says, well, instead, turn the other cheek. If somebody says, I want your shirt, then give him your coat, too. Somebody comes up begging for money. Give it to him. If somebody asks you for a loan, give that loan. All of these difficult things that Jesus throws together to show us how difficult forgiveness is. Because we're very easily offended. We're very easily offended and, and we very easily need to forgive others. In fact, if we maybe weren't quite so easily offended, we maybe wouldn't have to forgive nearly as much as what we do. But because we are so easily offended, because we do get angry at people for the oddest reasons, we have to forgive even more and more and more. We have to exert ourselves to give that forgiveness. That forgiveness to that guy who's standing by the side of the road with the sign that says homeless needs money. A lot of us, well, we're offended by that. And we won't get into the economics of maybe how that giving that money at that very moment might not be the right idea. But rather, look in your heart. That even if you don't give that person the money, or maybe even if you do give that person the money out of this sense of weird guilt, is there an offense there? What's the offense when somebody says something that maybe gets a little bit too close to home? And why are we so offended at the things that we're so offended by? Why are we offended by the actions of people that seemingly have nothing to do with us? They didn't mean those things to offend us. But why do we choose to allow those things to be so offensive? So often it's because deep down inside 
we have a failure to forgive ourselves. And that can lead us to all sorts of, of sensitivities. All sorts of things that make us easy to offend and make it difficult for us to forgive. But before I go much further, <coughs> I probably need to tell you that uh, there's a little asterisk by what I just said. There's a little asterisk by what I've meant by what I've said that we have a, a failure to forgive ourselves. Uh, what I'm not saying is this, is that forgiving yourself is some sort of lofty Zen Buddhist thing that you can do. I'm not saying that you can become the Dalai Lama of Christianity and somehow get to this place where you can forgive yourself. Because if you did, then maybe you're better off being a Zen Buddhist. Because you're a pretty awful Christian. Christians don't forgive themselves. Christians understand that forgiving themselves is impossible. Because you haven't died on the cross recently, have you? And even if you were, if we were doing a thing next Sunday, we're going to bring you outside and we're going to tack you up on a cross, well, it wouldn't work. When I was growing up in the Philippines, around Holy Week, they, they would do that. And these people would uh, kind of make this bargaining thing with God, and they would say, well, God, you know, um, uh, I would like you to uh, heal my grandmother of her eye disease, and uh, if you do that, I promise that what I will do is I will allow people to uh, put nails through my hands and through my feet, and I will stay out on a cross for several hours. Sometimes people would die, and most of the time not, but it was still excruciatingly painful. And one would think that out of that, everybody would look to the Philippines and say, What nice people! Man, I'm so glad that they forgave me! But they weren't doing it for you. They were doing it to oftentimes try to forgive themselves. How many times have you climbed up on a cross of your own making trying to forgive yourself? How many times have you said, I'm going to punish myself for this sin that I've committed? And after I punish myself, then God will see that I'm serious about my repentance. And because of that, He will look upon me with favor and say, come on in. know that that's not how this works. Because Christians hear what Jesus says in this Sermon on the Mount. Christians hear what God is telling to the people of Israel in Leviticus as he says, I am holy. And part of what it means to be holy is to be completely other than 
What Jesus is saying to his disciples, to the people that are listening to the Sermon on the Mount, is that you are now called to be other than. You are now called to be something different. But we have a hard time being different. Because different means turning the other cheek. Because different means giving out your clothes. Because different means loving somebody not because they're your friend or because they're going to help you out, but rather because they're a human being who God loves that much. Who God has forgiven. Just as he's forgiven you. So, Christians don't forgive themselves. Christians do something that is far more difficult. Christians say, I will receive this forgiveness. Without any worth in myself. Without forgiving myself. Without even thinking that I'm worth forgiving. But I'll take this grace. Because you're giving it to me. The widow of the shooter in Nickel Mines, which is where the shooting of the Irish happened. The widow wrote an open letter to the Irish community, praising them for what they did, for what they did for her for what they did for this man's child. For showing grace. By not counting themselves worthy to take revenge. Not counting themselves worthy to be offended. Not counting themselves worthy for any of the things that we so often think that we are so worthy of. But rather, to stand at Jesus' feet, and along with the worst sinners that we can imagine, understand that we're receiving grace together with them. The most difficult person to forgive is yourself. In fact, it's impossible. Thank God you don't have to.
Amen.